If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? Time has come to of the season. No time for the love you sent. Time is on my side. Dirty Radio Classics. Up next, it's this, that, and the other. This, that, and the other. Hello? Mr. Lafon. Yes. Are you prepared to come on the air right now on this, that, and the other radio show? Or are you going to hang up on me? Ha. Huh. I'm going to hang up on you. Oh, come on, Mitch. Oh, Mitch, Mitch Lafon hung up on me. There's a man I want to tell you about named Troy Patrick Farrell. He's been called Dr. Evening, Mocha Moses. Sometimes he calls himself the Mango Kid. He came from Carmel City, born a lion, a P-bone with a smile. Some say he had a soul on ice, but in the long run, he was alive and on fire. He sweats blood in sticky situations, but even the Mango Kid can be full of regrets. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Let's start the party. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to This, That, and the Other with your host, a true rock god, Troy Patrick Farrell. Now get ready because here comes the host. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Troy Patrick Farrell. I'm going to hang up on you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Get that music down. Hey, uh, live and alive here on a Thursday. We don't typically do this, but uh, when James Kotak says, uh, hey, I want to come on the air and talk about the Kingdom Come press from the Sweden Rock Fest, uh, I reach over to uh, the messenger, reach out to Bob Gates and Dirty D, say, guys, I need to I need to commandeer the station for an hour. We got James Kotak on from Kingdom Come, former member of Scorpions and alumni of this, that, and the other radio show, which is on right now. Now, typically, I'm live 2 to 5 Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays. That show replays on Saturdays between 5 and 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. But today, on a Thursday, uh, I figured take advantage of the opportunity to find out what happened. Now, they got a lot of press from Blabbermouth, Metal Sludge, an open letter to James Kotak. From Stevie Rochelle, singer of Tough, as well as founder, one of the founding members of Metal Sludge, wrote an open letter and compared him potentially to issues such as Janie Lane, who passed away as an alcoholic. Now, I've spoken to James on this show about the alcoholism uh, getting fired from the Scorpions, and we talked about what he was going to be doing with 
Kingdom Come, and they had a, a, a very big stage, a very big festival. I played there with White Line in 08 or 07, I think, to to play, and the, the comments didn't go so well. Uh, Kingdom Come has been blasted for its disastrous performance at Sweden Rock Festival in Sweden. One reviewer calling it the event's biggest fuck-up. And it mentions who's in the band, fronted by Keith St. John, by the way. And a, a lot of the critique is um, mainly because it, it, it was about James. James, you're sleeping on stage. Now, uh, one of the songs, and many of the songs, seem to start off at one tempo, often a little bit slower than the album track. And then, as it goes, would slowly get slower. Let me just bring uh, Jimmy Vaughn down here for a little bit. And... Just show you here this song here. This is Do You Like It, right? I'm gonna go to my little tempo machine. This is about 158, 157. Check it out. Alright, so that's about 158, okay? That's a that's a metronome. Very upbeat tune, right? All right, let's stop that, and uh, we're going to go to uh, the live version most recently seen, and uh, this was in Sweden, and we're going to check the tempo here and see what's going on. Let me uh, unmute this page. We're, we're live radio, folks. All right, so here we are here. So I think we're in the 130s here, 20 BPMs lower. Let's check it out. So we're at like 138 at this point. And, you know, while it's not totally fair to, to put him on a click because he's not on one, he's, you know, 12 to 14 BPMs lower than the album track. Now let's get down into the chorus a little bit. Now we're a little slower. Now we're down to 130. Maybe even 128. It dropped at least in the live version somewhere between 8 and 10 BPMs from the uh, studio version. It's down about another 14. So as it progresses, and a lot of the songs in the set are a few that we saw videos of, um, they, it went down, you know, uh, while it was being played live. So uh, we're going to get them on and find out what's up. Stevie Rochelle, Robbie Crane, CJ Snare, Firehouse have all reached out concerned over alcoholism. And we're going to get James on the phone to find out if that's what's up. By the way, the iced coffee at Taco Bell is delicious. Cinnabon. Get it. All right, James. This is the will James answer the phone music. Oh, he's there. Hello. James Kotak. Hey. How you doing, buddy? 
Dude, man, what's up, Troy? Not much, man. Hey, uh, live right now on this, that, and the other radio show, Dirty Radio Dead FM, Channel 2, right. Dirty Radio Classics. Hey, you're back, all right? You, you're alumni. You've been on the show before. Uh, we yeah. talked about uh, the departure from the Scorpions uh, some years ago. And, uh, you, you know, you and your band, Kingdom Come, are, are back in the press. And I wanted to talk to you about it. Um, a lot of your peers, your fellow, myself included, but, uh, you know, some of your friends, the Robbie Cranes of the world, the Stevie Rochelle, CJ uh, Snare from Firehouse, they're a little concerned about you, right? And so what happened was you guys played last weekend, Sweden Rock, and um, got some some lackluster reviews. And I wanted to find out what was going on because a lot of people commented that the tempos were slow and then progressively got slower. There was sort of some weird impromptu bass solo that kind of got a lot of criticism. And you guys have been home for a few days now. I think you're home. I wanted to find out what happened because, number one, you know, the first instinct is to see the performance and go, wow, what the, what, what's going on there? If you're, you know, if you know the guys and know the songs. And then the other one is, is concern for your, for your health. Is there a reason? And, and we're going to be candid here, if you don't mind, is there a reason that we need to be concerned about you? Cause I think some of us are. No, dude, I, I about, I want to say about eight or nine, nine days ago, maybe 10 days ago in the middle of the night, like four o'clock in the morning in, in the, I, I was in a dead sleep. And I just rolled off the bed, and I cracked like three ribs on my left side. And uh, you know, I went to the my chiropractor guy, and he says, "Oh, you have hairline pr- fractures." And I'm like, "Going, oh great!" And dude, it's just been nonstop pain, and uh, it's not just my ribs; it's head to toe, and uh, that's why you know things were a little bit slower because dude i mean i took you know ibuprofen and the usual sure you know leave or whatever but man you know it, it was just it was an uphill battle from from the time <clears throat> excuse me from the time we started and it was just i mean not pain i'm talking pain pain big time stuff and uh you know that's no excuse because the show must go on but you know yeah, it was a little slower than usual, but also we had trouble. Uh, you know, we we have a click track, of course, because we might have a little bit of playback, and um, something was up with that. So, you know, we were flying solo, and you know, you once after so many years, like the whole time with Scorpions, click track, click track, click yeah, track, yeah. and Kingdom Come, same thing, and it just, you know, you. You you don't have it, and you go, uh oh, okay, well, you know, we'll do this. But it was just, you know, it was just an off day, you know, and there's nothing you could do about it. Have you, well, you know, what what are your react? Because I don't think you've said anything. This is the first time you're sort of responding to the the, the questions on on your health and uh, about the performance, as far as I have seen. And I appreciate you coming on here and granting me the the opportunity to talk to you and find out what's up. Because I think you know the first part is you know hey we listen those in the music industry and those that do anything have had a shit day before where things just fell apart and it sucks when it's captured on video in front of you know twenty plus thousand people and um and you know if there are some concerns you know I, the the first reaction like many of your friends were to go hey is he okay was he drink because you know everybody's thinking that you're, you're no, dude, drinking no. dude definitely no drinking and uh, because you know that with the medication it, it doesn't go to get good together and it was just uh, an off day man i mean i i did everything to get it up and uh I, you know tons of tea you know this and that and and all the usual things that i do but man 
uh, it was just too soon after falling that uh, we went to play this gig, you know. And but it's Sweden Rock, and you don't want to bail out on that. Of course. You know? Well, I have and, to ask this question yeah. though. So you said that you you fractured your your ribs, right? Yeah. So I mean, on that, the left side, three of them. That's going to give you. I mean, that's a hard. That's hard to breathe because when you expand, right? You feel. Oh, pain dude, it's terrible. Now I have to ask the question. Don't hate me for this, but what was the cause that you fell out of bed? Because I, I I may have fallen out of bed, uh, you know, tipsy after a couple. Was that the reason that you fell out of bed, James? It's because you know I always sleep on the left side of the bed. Yeah. And and I just I just somehow in my sleep rolled off the bed and landed on my left side. I mean that's really it. I I wasn't drinking nothing like that. You know. Yeah, I have a few white wines here and there, but nothing like that. And you know, I just rolled off the bed. It's, it's that's the first time in my life that's ever happened where you know uh, you know where I've actually fell off and just I just landed right on my wrist I mean I woke up and saw stars it took me like 15 minutes to get off the floor and uh, these things happen sometimes you know and there's nothing you could do dude uh, you know with, with the scorpions you know going up my riser to to get to my drums there were like 14 steps and I fell down those stairs at least five times yeah <laughs> it's right. not six times because you know, I'd always, I was like a dummy. I was always spitting this water, and I'd get finish a song, and I'd come down, you know, not thinking, and just whoop oh, right yeah. on my ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, being on stage, especially on the uh, the level of stage production that you've been on. It, you got, I mean, it's <laughs> you got to wear a hard hat and a and a safety. Uh, oh you know, my god, dude! Yeah, dude, but, dude. I, I mean, you know, it's it's just one of those things where you know I get done, and you're so. In the moment, you forget about it because I would always come out. Uh, you know, we'd finish about I don't know two thir a third through the set, and then we do like three acoustic songs out front. I'd come out and bang on whatever, do this, and um, so I was always in a rush to get out there because they wouldn't wait; they would just start right away. And um, so I was always like going, "Uh oh, gotta get out of here," you know. And so that was that, you know. Did you guys? But, did you guys see the the band? See, I mean, do, what was your reaction when you saw the video or the press? Or have you? Is this? I mean, I, don't, I can't imagine this is the first time you're hearing about this. You're like, wait, somebody wrote about our performance. But did did you guys? Has the band kind of discussed? You just kind of wrapped it up, saying, "Hey, you know, shit happens." I, honestly, Troy, I haven't heard a word. I haven't seen a thing, and I kind of always, after uh, you know, a gig or any gig. I always kind of like just kind of scan and see what's out there, but uh, honestly, I haven't seen anything. Have you so he have you heard about uh, like Robbie Crane? You know, made some I don't want to say accusations, concerns, some concerning comments um, about the performance, and uh, you know he's he's kind of he's kind of worried about you. Um, let me just see if I can find. Uh, the, he, he weighed in on the situation. Uh, Stevie Rochelle wrote about it. He's got the Metal Sludge website, and it got first published in Blabbermouth, and then he carried it. But he also, you know, wrote kind of an open letter to you. And I'm surprised if he hasn't sent it to you. But um, you know, it kind of kind of mentioned that. Uh, Kind of compared, you know, that that your uh, behavior sometimes lands you on the cover of TMZ, and that's exactly what happened to Janie Lane. And and you know, the concern is is that Janie Lane passed away from you know essentially alcoholism, 
and uh, and and guys like um, you know Robbie Crane were in a band with him, and uh, and Robbie had said that uh, it's a sad situation. James is a good dude. He's a father, brother, son, husband, and friend. Sadly, you are correct. The only person that can save James is James. He has to want it, but like so many before him, addiction fully has him. So this is what everybody, without even talking to you, is saying. And and you're saying you fell out of the bed, and it had nothing to do with with an alcohol situation. Oh, absolutely not, man, dude. It was like. I mean, I want to say like four, four thirty in the morning, and man, because I, I tend, I, I get up pretty early and I go to bed pretty uh, not. I don't go to bed late. I my like midnight my cutoff time. No yeah. matter what, I go I, okay. I'm going to bed, and uh, also Twilight Zone's on at twelve thirty, and um, <laughs> yes, Thomas, I know, um, and um, and. But that's it, man. And, and then, you know, I go, okay, well, this this will go away. The next couple of days, it wasn't so bad. And then the third or fourth day, it started getting worse. And then by the time we went to Sweden Rock, between the travel and just getting there and everything, man, dude, it was just head to toe mega pain. I mean, I could barely get in and out, of, out get it in and out of the van, much less get on the drum riser. Yeah, yeah. You know? I- and, uh, because I, I, number one, I hate pills of any kind, but I'll take a leave and, you know, acetaminophen or whatever that stuff is. But, uh, you know, that doesn't always, for something like this, it doesn't really work. Yeah, for sure. Well, what's your reaction to, uh, you know, I mean, Robbie Crane made a comment within a Facebook thread and it got picked up by Blabbermouth. And, you know, there's a picture of him and a picture of you side by side. And and he's discussing his concerns, thinking that this is what's going on. I, how do you respond to what Robbie says? Which I, yeah, I think they, he says the sentiment's great because he cares about you. But uh, what, what's your reply to Robbie when, with his concern? Well, I, I really appreciate. It. I consider him a, a very good friend, and um, you know what? Uh, I, I, we'll hang up, and um, I got to call my son back, and then I'll give Robbie a call. It's, it's. I don't, I don't get mad or pissed off over anything like that. I, I look at it as uh, somebody who cares and somebody who's, you know, interested in my well-being. Sure, but you know, not everybody always knows the story behind the story, and I don't go around whining, going. Oh, I cracked my ribs, you know, man, it's bad, and um, I'm still not right, man, and and that's why we after we we played on Friday, and then we we're to come back on Saturday, but I was so beat, I stayed over Saturday, Sunday, and Monday because I could not really do much of anything, and and because just getting there, you know, you know what uh, Sweden, you know, you got to go. Uh, L.A., Chicago, yeah. Munich, Sweden, and man, dude, that's a tall order. And uh, you know, you're pulling your carry on, and you got this going on, and uh, whatever. I'm not a whiner, though. I just go through it, and whatever. And you know, great. I'll talk about it. You know, I'll I'll talk to Robbie about it, and then maybe I'll post something, guys. I, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, no, I think so because you know the the first concern was about your well being and and you know listen there's there's the you know the assholes out there and you know the first thing's oh he's just a drunk fool and that and I'm not just directing that at you but whenever anything goes wrong and somebody may have a history that that's the first thing you know unfortunately but you know realistically he's going to come up that's the first concern and uh, and so I was just surprised that I hadn't seen anything from the Kingdom Come camp or from you going hey I appreciate all your concerns just want to let you know that. I 
I, I cracked some ribs and uh, after traveling there and being up in the altitude and then, you know, getting up to play, I realized, you know, that I wasn't as healthy as I should be for this. I mean, you cracked your ribs. So I, you know, I think, oh, I think terrible. it'll, it'll alleviate the, uh, the concern for your, you know, your health and your well being. if anything, cause you know, the, whether somebody posts something derogatory, which, you know, most people do, that's, that's just the way of the wonderful world we live in. Um, right. you know, there is, I feel that still, even that comment shows that you care, so, you know, you, you oh know? no, so. I, I love Robbie. And that's, I would, I, you know, I don't, I don't take it like, Oh my God! How could you say that? I take it like, wow, man, the guy really does care about me. No, for sure, for so, sure. I'm just kind of talking about the naysayers, like even those guys with the shitty uh, comments. They that still comes out of caring. They're still wondering what's up. So I, I just was surprised not to see anything. As far as like uh, Stevie Rochelle and uh, uh, Robbie Crane and, and CJ Snare from Firehouse, that all obviously came out of you know knowing your situation, knowing you for many years, and traveling and and you know. And I, and I think, I think Robbie, I think Robbie stopped drinking. Stevie Rochelle's never had an addiction problem. So, you know, these guys are aware of, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of being a rock star. Right. And I think their comments truly came out of concern, but did, you know, the fact that you haven't heard from Robbie's a little interesting that he would post it on a Facebook. Is there, he, has he reached out to you personally? <clears throat> Excuse me. No, he hasn't. Huh. Cause I have his phone uh, stored yeah. in my I mean, I have his his number stored in my phone. Yeah, well, and it would come up Robbie Crane. I haven't seen anything, and and I'm I monitor that stuff pretty close. Sure, you know, there's guy you got here's Troy, and here's another guy from Chicago. I was doing a little interview with, and this one and that. And, you know, I you can't let this stuff go too long because next thing you know, you're behind, and it's no good. And people think you're then they really think you're a drunk or a flake. You know, yeah, no, for sure. So th- that's why I appreciate you coming on this show. We broke into uh, today's programming just to have you well, on. Number you. one, to, to you know, put you to the fire a little bit to have you answer the questions. And you said, "Hey, this is kind of what happened." Let me ask you one more thing about Sweden Rock. Who whose idea was it for the bass solo? Did, did <laughs> was that impromptu? Dude, you know what? That was totally spontaneous. And because uh, I'd still planned on doing a drum solo. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. I. You know, I think Johnny just forgot that we don't have a bass solo. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, a Rick does a guitar solo, Danny does a guitar solo, uh, and uh, at the end I do a, a, a bit of a drum solo before get it on. Yeah, yeah. And then that, that's kind of like it. But we stopped the bass solo like, gosh, a year and a half, two years ago. I think he just forgot. To tell you the truth, oh, and he just launched into it. And we're like going, what? But so you guys had done one in the past. So, cause a lot of people were speculating that there was something going on stage. You guys were trying to communicate as to what was happening. And he was like, all right, well, while there's dysfunction happening or, or what everybody's trying to, I'm going to do a bass solo to make it look like something's, you know, supposed to be no, happening that, is happening. You know what? He just That's went so into funny. it. <laughs> That's so funny. You would say that, but you know, the set just went as planned as, as we always yeah, do it. Yeah. There was nothing different. It was, you know, just we had some we had, like I said we had problems with our click, and uh, and uh, I still don't know what the problem was with that man. And uh, then we uh, just you know went on about it, and you know, I because like I said, I don't like pills of any kind. I don't like you know volumes or these or that or any of that crap. And um, so my only thing was I was really tired and. 
I was in Mega Pain, but I've played in Mega Pain many, many, many times. You know, sure. as a drummer, yeah. how that is. And uh, so, you know, it was just a off day, yeah, I guess, you know. You guys haven't done a lot of gigs, so uh, when, when's the last one? The last one before this uh, appearance in Sweden? Uh, there's like something I want to say October or something like gotcha. that. So, so it's been and a you, minute. You know, so. the, the other thing is I want I want to mention yeah. is most everybody like Robbie and this one and that one and everybody else they're used to seeing me playing with the Scorpions, which is a completely different animal. I mean, it's high energy. I'm smashing. I'm twirling sticks. I'm going nuts. I'm jumping up and down and all that. Kingdom Come is not that type of a band. I don't, I don't do that stuff with this band. I play drums and I sing. Like, I didn't even sing on Saturday. I sing on almost every song. Or, or when we played in, at Sweden Rock, I didn't even sing because I really couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, uh, that's why bands cancel, like when the singer's injured and stuff like that. Because once you got an injured singer or whatever, something like that, there's no turning around, turning back. You you've got to cancel, or you got to figure out something else. You know. No, I hear you. So, what's on the horizon then for the rest of this year for Kingdom Come? Do you guys have any more shows? Yeah, you know what? Almost everything we had. Uh, we had a bunch of festivals, um, some German stuff, uh, Czech and uh, Swiss, and then it all kind of got postponed and pushed back. I mean, we had like, I want to say eight or ten really cool festivals, and it just all got pushed back. And then now most of them just disappeared. Like, I don't know if the promoters just said, hey, we can't do it. We don't have the money or What's what it, the story is. Do you think it might have been the bass solo? Or I'm just, I'm just razzing I, your guy. <laughs> just no, that's no, that's funny. You know, Johnny. Um, we've talked about his bass solo many times, and we said, "Look, dude, come up with a bass solo and do the same bass solo every single time. Do Gene, do what Gene Simmons does. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he's like a machine, and I, my drum solo is kind of like that. I mean, it sounds boring, but." Even if you're on your worst day at the office, you're gonna you're you've got your entire thing planned out, and it's gonna be great. Just like a singer doesn't start just changing the lyrics and the words and stuff, and um, you know, it's uh, you know, you've got to have a plan, and you can't just make stuff up as you go. Same with the set list. I, I didn't know where that came from. I was like going, huh? <laughs> Rick, Rick, Rick actually turned around and looked at me and goes. Like what? But <laughs> well, you know, it's it's one of those those things. That it's it's you know, we and refer to the movie, and it's what coming up on forty years soon. Uh, spinal Tap. It's one of those Spinal Tap moments where somebody on the stage just miscued, had muscle memory from the last you know ten shows you guys did. You realize <laughs> we're not doing a bass solo at Sweden Rock. It's not on the list. We're not doing. We haven't done it. We're not doing it. And then it just clicks right. in. Oh, after the song, I'm supposed to do a solo. And then he ripped off whatever you know. He, dude, he did that's exact. That's exactly exactly it. And uh, it it happens with every band. And and uh, there was many times. Uh, with Scorpions, where we'd be doing our set list because we we play almost two hours, and we're sitting there playing along, and Rudolph just launches into the song that we used to do like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And Matthias turns around, and looks at me, like going, "What?" You know, and uh, just you know, musicians aren't perfect, and they go off. 
they just make crap up as they go sometimes, you know? Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's the magic of the art and being a musician. And everybody's, yeah. you know, everybody's different. Let me ask you one more thing about Scorps, and then I'll yes, let sir. you go so you can call Robbie Crane and give him a hug over the phone. But uh, have you seen the the Scorpions? They were here in Vegas doing a little residency. Have you, have you seen them since you, you left the band? Oh, yeah. I saw them out here in, uh, I think, down in Anaheim at um, the whatever arena and man they were you know they were great it was scorpions classic scorpions you know yeah yeah and, and then uh, i was gonna go out to vegas but once again in all honesty uh, like go, me going to vegas is not a good idea you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because dude i get started and then you know uh you know end up here and then i'll end up going over to vamped and uh it you know it's not a good recipe so i stayed away from that but i'm going to see them in i think september or october when they're they're back here again so uh you know and we we speak occasionally on email and uh and uh you know we're still friends right? i mean why would i be an enemy with the guys who they supported me for 21 years you know yeah, it's no, like of course of course you know uh, you'd be surprised how many guys are like that. It's mostly American guys that that are weirdos like that. But I, I've never been that way. It's like I, I'm still friends with all the guys I've ever been advanced with over the years and stuff, you know. Well, and, it, you uh, know, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, it, you know, listen, it's one of those things that, you know, at the end of the day, while it's a brotherhood, um, you know, it's also a right. business. And if, if something, you know, in the, you know, whatever department's not happening, you, you got to make a change. And, and they made that change. I just, I, I wonder if you, you know, you mentioned you had not seen the headlines, you know, or the articles about the performance, but, you know, uh, the blabbermouth came up with the follow-up uh, where Robbie's concerned about your addiction. Do you think that those guys and other people see that and all of a sudden think that that, you know, now you're pigeonholed as the guy that was drunk at Sweden rock and you're telling us that's not what happened. Do you get Absolutely concerned? Not. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming and on the you, record. You know what? I hate to say it, but you know, blabbermouth's kind of been the, the worst, uh, James Basher, you know, they'd always say any article about scorpions, they say, yeah, ever since, uh, James Kotak was, was released for alcohol abuse. So I emailed him one day and said, man, stop saying that, you know? It's like we parted ways. It wasn't just from alcohol, dude. We went through five years of negotiations because the manager and tour manager both died within six months of each other. Then the band decided to self-manage, which is cool. But I'll tell you what, man, that's when the, it was it was a super bumpy road. And we were just not on the same page anymore, you know, and that happens with bands. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, man, I want to thank you for coming on and just clearing the air. I, you know, I think the biggest part, uh, most of that are your friends and fellow musicians out there. Um, they are concerned about you and, I'm glad to hear that it was uh, a bed mishap. Now, were you in bed alone? Oh. Did this all happen alone? You weren't with a yeah, girl? but still, oh, even when I'm in bed, I'm in, I have a California. I have a, hey, watch it. I got a Cali, I have a California king bed, but I've always slept on the left side, um, like, and um, I, I guess too close to the edge because I'm, I'm moving over now. But I've, I've just always slept on the left, and that's from years and years of uh sleeping with my former you know spouse at person and um i i just always left on the left yeah and, well, uh, 
I sleep on so, the left too. So if we ever have to bunk together, we're, we're just gonna have to fight for it or flip for it. One of the two. <laughs> rock, rock, paper, scissors. Dude, I, I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad to hear that you are well, and I'm glad to hear that it was it wasn't uh, what everybody was speculating. And and it sucks to have that sort of you know reputation. But you're right when it when it comes out in in the rags and they and they copy and paste that same paragraph every time to establish the history. You, you're kind of right. stuck in with with you know a mislabel. I I, I get it. Um, I'm just glad to hear that that wasn't the story. That you fell out of bed and cracked some ribs. Um, give Robbie yeah. Crane a phone call and a hug because he cares about you. I'm just surprised that he answered on a Facebook and didn't actually reach out and call you because that's what I did. Well, listen, I had you on the radio show. I was I, I wanted to hear what the story is from a news right. standpoint. But obviously, dude, listen, I care about you. I don't want anything to happen to any of my well, heroes and peers out thank there. You. So I, I appreciate you coming on. And, and dude, you're always candid with me. You say how it is, and, and we can kind of, you know, uh, wrestle a little bit about so, stuff, and, and you clear the air. So I appreciate that. All right, Troy, and uh, I, w- I really thank you for the time and bringing me on. And, uh, you know, I di- again, I didn't know anything about any negative statements or any negative anything. You know, because, you know, when you get done with a show like that, you've got everybody coming by your dressing room going, oh, man, you guys were so great. Hey, you were great. Then you're back at the hotel. Hey, man, you guys were great. And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Sure, of course, sure. everybody's going to say that. But, I mean, honestly... The crowd, we got an incredible response, much more than usual. I mean, the the uh, I would say there's maybe about fifteen thousand, and in the first, gosh, the first uh, down in the in the pit, there was probably I would say a good three to four thousand people, and they were just going crazy. And I, we were like, we were all surprised, man. We were like, going, wow, because we didn't expect that type of response. But say la vie, man. And Troy, I thank you so much for your time. Always, brother. I appreciate it. Anytime you got anything going on, you want to come on and uh, just you know peel the onion, you can always do it with me. And I, I appreciate you, bro. And I'm I'm glad to hear uh, you know take care of them ribs. And, uh, oh, dude, and it's I don't. I mean, I've got a I've got a back brace I'm wearing, and, yeah. and that worked pretty good. But man, it's so uncomfortable after you know you, when you're trying to sleep and etc. And uh, but it is what it is, and I'll get over it, and I'll be all healed up in a couple weeks. Right on, man. Oh. Uh, we'll, we'll be looking out for Kingdom Come dates uh, potentially this year and into next year. Hopefully uh, you guys get those all resurrected so you guys can get back out there and play. Are you doing anything yeah. other than uh, KC right now? You know what? I, I've backed off on a lot of stuff because um, over the years I, I've – played with as many people as I could possibly play with sure. and I kind of burnt out and that's also what kind of led me in the Scorpions parting I mean I, I really hit burnout big time like uh, around 2017 when everything kind of like we all did we kind of mutually agreed to part ways and uh, and I, you know I didn't want to but at the same time I was just so like oh god man you know what Try commuting to Europe. <laughs> it really gets to you after a few years. And, you know, I was, I've been jet lagged for, for 20 years, you know, big time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Your, uh, your mileage program with uh, Delta must be awesome. <laughs> I, I, well, left on to, yeah, yeah, man. I had like about a million miles with yeah. left on to. Well, dude, thank you again so Always much for you. having me. And I wish you a wonderful day and uh, all that. Cool, man. James Kotak, thanks, bro, and uh, we'll see you soon. 
Thanks, Troy. All right, buddy. Take care. So there he goes. Uh, that's uh, his story. He's sticking to it. Fell off the bed, cracked some ribs. All right, all right, all right. Happy trails to y'all. If you uh, happen to tune in for the first time here to this, that, and the other radio show, our normal broadcast day, live and alive, between 2 and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Saturdays, we have a replay at 5 p.m. So Wednesdays at 2, live, Saturday replay at 5. And that's Pacific Standard Time here at Dirty Radio Classics. Appreciate those that uh, popped on real quick to hear the interview with James Kotak. I want to thank James Kotak from Kingdom Come for coming on and clearing up the air, letting us know what happened. So heal up, James, and uh, hopefully you're on the phone with Robbie Crane right now. But uh, all right, y'all, back to the regularly, regularly, scheduled programming of Dirty Radio Classics. This, that, and the other radio show with Troy Patrick Farrell signing off. Peace. Hey, it's Troy Patrick Farrell from This, That, and the Other radio show. Tune in to This, That, and the Other every Wednesday live from 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here only at Dirty Radio Classics. Classic Rock. Dirty Radio Classics. You know, my DNA is all over.